Blog Talk Radio. Crazy cheating timer. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, we're reviewing Fury. Yeah. And uh, Brad Pitt, Shia LaBeouf, uh, big war, action-y thing, which uh, I'll tell you right away is not exactly what I was expecting from the trailer. Uh, We we talk about that sometimes. Uh, Do you get what the trailer is telling you you get? And, you know, overall, sure. But I I guess like kind of in the, in the whole idea of what you're watching, I kind of thought as odd as this may sound, I kind of thought there was like more war yeah, me too. In this war, you know, uh, I don't <laughs> know how many. I don't know how many official spots there were for the movie. I saw one that was the first one that leaked right. a while ago, and I love that one. And I feel like that was closer to the film I saw. Right. I saw another one. I, I actually saw the second one, and that one seemed almost like I was glad I never saw that trailer because I wouldn't have been as excited for the film. Because right. I was actually pretty, I was right. pretty amped up after seeing the first trailer. I'm aware that there's a third one. I never saw it. Like right. I caught like the last few seconds or some part of it. Right. And it was showing different footage I had never seen. And that didn't look like the movie I was sure I was getting from the first trailer. Right. So I don't know what was going on. Well, with that, and but... you know, the thing is, I didn't get the impression from the trailer. Clearly, we're going to be focused on Brad Pitt and, yeah. and Shia LaBeouf. And they they let you in on this new guy. You know, I used to have the best gunner and blah, blah, blah. And now I have you. Right. And you're the new guy and you suck and all right. that. And you knew it was going to like be focused on them, but it is really just a lot about them. And you don't get a lot of, I thought it was, you know, sort of more them in the war more generally, I yeah. guess, instead of, instead of kind of like never leaving this one tank. Right. So just, you know, that's, doesn't make it good or bad or anything. It's just a little, a little bit, bit different, different than what I thought I was getting <laughs> yeah. from the trailer. Um, this week we, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, emails. We yeah. we got some emails. We didn't get a lot of emails. We got basically a lot of emails asking us uh, for more information on things that are coming up. Oh, cool. So I don't I don't know I'm, if we'll really get to that this week or not. Um, I'm a little surprised. I thought specifically after Gone Girl when we had the hugest disparity between right. our points of view on it, I, I figured there'd be a few more. We we got some that week. Yeah. I mean, we, we got some right after that. And, uh, you know, as we talked about last week, people called you out a little bit on, yeah. uh, I'm all right with that on, I guess, sort of not liking the ending, but not caring. Right. When, uh, both of us, have really, a history really, of that not working. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. When the end, when the end goes, South really on then we don't like the movie <laughs> yeah um but other than that not really a That's lot fine. to uh address this week except that uh, you know be prepared for the coming weeks the uh critics choice go. movie awards uh are are coming up they're gonna be january 15th uh, on a and e this year which is uh very cool uh, but the nominations, uh, uh, I have to turn in nominations on December 15th, I think, yeah. which is crazy early. So uh, that means somehow uh, I, we have to watch, or at least I have to watch, and, A lot. We, and we will both watch. We'll we have it. to watch like every movie yeah. in the universe by December 15th. I don't know. Like we, we have different things going on, and each year is different, but you've had a, you know, you've had a big family for a while. I, I look forward to it. I love it. I love all the stuff that comes in and just sitting down and everybody's asleep or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to sit through these two films. Right. It it, it cracks me. It's going to, it's going to be some interesting weeks, but you know, usually we will like double up once in a while. We get really close to the end. We triple up. We may be doing that like a lot (laughs) in the next month and a half or so. So uh, that should be exciting and interesting. And there's plenty of awesomeness coming yeah i'm looking at it real quick Uh, yeah there's a lot of really great stuff on the horizon yeah so i mean that's all in the future but so fury i don't even know this could be an interesting one because um 
you know, I don't even know if I can really shoot right out of the gate completely without a little bit of caveat from me. Yeah. Uh, because this is not my thing, right? War movies right. in general are not my thing. If, if it's going to be a war movie, it has to have something like Inglorious Bastards. I love really. Right? right. And it was different than any and, other. Yeah. And in a way is kind of not a war movie. And right. yet, and yet it is right. there. There's war there. Right. <laughs> but it's a, you know, it's a massive spin on things. So that makes it, that kind of takes it out of the genre a little bit. Yeah. You know? But uh, war movies are not my thing. And yeah. I just have to, own that going into my rating right. and, and and stuff just like you know when uh, if we do a horror movie you know i mean there yeah. are there are a lot of times horror movies are kind of not my thing unless there's something really yeah you know special or or interesting about it that kind of goes right. beyond the genre a little bit yeah so you know everyone's got their thing whether it's you know war movies or you know, Westerns, who done it you know, right. or Westerns right. or romantic comedies or, or anything. There are some yeah. that, uh, you know, you like that genre or, or it is positive or negative, but war movies just are not my thing. I yeah. just, I just don't really get into them. This movie specifically, right. For me, this movie was really weird for me. Yeah. Uh, this movie is almost, <laughs> there are, I think a lot of ways in which like, to me, this is kind of like an anti movie that there's a lot of stuff that happens in that. this, that it's almost like this is not really a movie. Right. First of all, uh, one part of that maybe, which was really kind of pushing me out when I'm already out of the genre, it's really easy to just push me completely sure. out, right? Take you right out of the circle. And a lot of stuff in this movie was everything felt to me just like <clears throat> the the oddest piecing together of like complete cliches Yeah, that I was just like, really? I mean... You know, it's like the new guy in anything right. <laughs> with, like, a new coat of paint on it. Right. And all the stuff that happens. And then there were, you know, there just, we'll get into more stuff later. But it it just was very weird for me. And whatever my rating might be, right, if you really like war movies, yeah, I could see you really having a good time. But then, you know, the other thing that really threw me that I should mention even before I give a rating is that there's actually no story in this movie yeah when it ends it's like i don't know we're done i mean there's kind of and then you're kind of like why was i watching that because there's no story to it there's not there's not really a story it's almost like well this is the week we filmed we could have filmed the week before yeah it feels like in a way like vignettes of things that they had to do you know we're going here we'll we'll watch you for 2 days and oh you got to right. do that we'll we'll make sure you get the bridge or whatever you right know. it's uh it's yeah it's you know there are war movies that i have liked mm-hmm. right but somehow you have to have i, I don't know a, a story like this is it it all, and when it ends it's just like that's it, yeah. You know, and nothing happened exactly. I mean, something clearly happened, right? But from like the perspective of like <laughs> writing a story or putting a story together, it's just kind of like, but well, I knew I knew the story of the film from the trailer. Like, uh, if I didn't know that it, during the first right. trailer, at some you point know they you know, know that there's, there's a part, that you there's know that the there's a point where they have to hold this there, road right, and they right. have to make a stand and they can run. But Brad Pitt says, "I'm not. We never run from a right. fight. I'm staying here." Like, I know that's the story. Yeah, you get that part coming. And, and I agree with you. I think if you haven't seen that trailer, you're you're just watching like this band of brothers. You're really it's it's a character film in some ways. You're really just watching these people react and interact with one another and the war. Right. Instead of watching them save Private Ryan, which, which they right, kind of have right. to do anyway. But but in a way, it doesn't take the best of both of those worlds. It just takes one of them. And, you know, David Ayer, the writer and the screenwriter, he's just like, well, I'm going to do it my way. This is how I see it. Right. And it is weird if you don't know. Right. So, well, with that going into it anyway, um, we'll, we'll get to our ratings before we start talking too much about the movie. I am like really solidly at a four. Wow, man, we are really opposite on a lot of these things. I, I just I, that's okay. I, I I can understand, especially with what you just said. I, that makes sense. And not only that, not only what I just said, but another big part of 
what I don't like about it is, you know, you're exactly right. It's it's like just this character thing. It's yeah. just like watch these characters be in this place, right? Except that I hate all the characters. Yeah. So so then, what's in it for me to watch? There's I mean, a, yeah, no, and that, and that makes sense too. I I can see that. I can. I, I'm I'm a little higher. I'm at a seven. You know, I thought it was a little bit better than average, but it is as we go through it. I agree. It is full of a lot of cliches. And as a genre, which I'm not, you know, I, I'm a big horror fan, a big sci-fi fan, a big, you know, fantasy geek, that kind of thing. I'm not a big war guy, although I like war films because I, I can appreciate them, especially right. contemporary ones where they really want to go saving Private Ryan. And, th- and I keep saying that, but this has, this has a lot of echoes to how that movie wants to be, I think, and how it feels. But they really want to stage, like, we're going to go to Normandy and we're going to blow up, you know, the beach a bunch. Right, you right. know, they want to do that level of new realism. If you're the type of person who really loves tanks, you're going to love this film. Right. And, you know, because tanks have never really, in general. you know, yeah, or, or that tanks time are hit hard and like life tanks, in the tank and everything. That, you know, that's actually kind of cool, even if is. you don't like the movie then, at all. And there's an aspect, you know, we see films where there's like a, a bomber group and they got to live briefly right. in the in the tight confines of the plane, you know, and somebody always gets shot and it's a friend and, you know, all these things. The tank is very similar, but a little different. You know, the tank is still like a, like a mobile home. Right, and at one point, right. you know, Brad Pitt actually says, this is my home, you know? And I like, I like the little things that it brought that were new. Like, we don't really get to see tanks, although I'm not a big tank guy. Like, right. I don't have model tanks in my house right, or build right. them on the weekends, but still, it was nice to see it. it it's, it's sort of like, in a way, like Memphis Belle. Right. And you've got, like, you know, the, exactly. guy, the guy in that little underbelly yeah. gunner thing. Yeah. Which, I swear, they only put that there <laughs> so that it because... could be in movies later. Sure. <laughs> like, I know. Right. we got to put something. Let's design this. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I, I had... We we were talking briefly before it started. You know, the cast is... I, I like Brad Pitt. I like Brad Pitt a lot. And I don't mind Shia LaBeouf as an actor. As a person, I'm kind of indifferent to him. I think he's all over the place. I think he's right. a mess. But I actually have an easy enough time watching him. And you had a really good, you know, reason for why sometimes it's not hard. And you're like, because everything else around him is he's here to take. And I, and I, I get that, right. you know. I thought he was really good in this movie. I thought he was... Okay you know, he, he dialed back an awful lot, but I loved uh, what I thought as we go forward. I, I liked that he's not in it as much as you'll think he'll You be. really think I he's like in that. it a lot, and he's not. But when right. he's in it, I thought all of his scenes were really, really good, and he was good for them. And a couple of my favorite scenes of the whole film, he's he's a big part of, yeah. you know, which is kind of nice to see. It's not all just Brad Pitt. But when I when we walked out, you know, our instant reaction – you know, kind of feeling mine personally was when I watched this film and I had a fun time watching Brad Pitt in another big film. All it made me want to do, though, is say, you know, if I'm going to watch Brad Pitt take on the Nazis, I want to see him take on the Nazis. And I'm going to go right, watch Inglorious right. Bastards again, because that's the film right. that should be held up for. And, and you know, that even the bad things in that movie, I liked better than this the best movie of because this one. Yeah. there are Thing. I I really like Inglorious Bastards. I you know I like yeah. oddly enough I don't like very much of like the alt history yeah, kind either. of kind of like sci-fi stuff. There yeah. are a few things that I like. Right. There, there are some books that are good and stuff. Um, but it, you know that's not my thing either. But Inglorious Bastards is like just the right way to like spin that for yeah. me, where you can, and then it's like you're telling a story, and then it's like fiction. Right. Not fiction, and it's, you know, this is happening, and, you know, whatever. I love a lot of that movie, but there are a lot of things in that movie I don't like, too. Yeah, I don't remember too many I didn't But, like. uh, I, you know, I'd watch that, like, all day long Me before too. I watch this again. Right. Uh, and, and by that, I, I agree with you, too, about the alt, you know, history stuff. I don't mean the nitpicky side of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. No, Obviously, no, right, that right. is alt hit, but uh, that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about just little tweaks here or there to take liberties with stories right. that were historically accurate. But um, Anyway, but, you know, there are <laughs> I, there are so many things that I think were weird. First of all, the first, like, half hour of the movie, I was kind of liking. Uh, yeah. Far better than I liked the film overall. And then you get to where... We are in this. The new guy shows up. As soon as the new guy shows up, right? Like all bets are off for me. It's just like as cliched as yeah. you as you could ever be. It's it's like every like high school movie where somebody like 
you know, wants to be on the football team, but you've got like the football players who are already there right. and give you a bunch of crap about everything. And there were, you know, the thing that I, that really, as the movie wore on, what really started to just eat away at my ability to watch it at all was that I just, I hated the characters. The characters yeah. were so, you know, like you're writing the script going, I don't know. There's like the one like super jerk guy who's not that bright. Yeah. I don't know. So, here, somebody else write that in for me because right. who cares about that character? It's just so that he can be a dick once in a while. Right. I mean – and then and then you wait for him to pop up and be a dick, and you go, oh, hooray, there he is, being there a dick, is, and yeah. that's just great. And then they're all, you know, there's all this camaraderie, you know, crap going on. But then as soon as you know they're not in battle, right. then they all hate each other, and they all act like they hate each other, and they all act like they're about to beat the crap out of each other at any moment. Yeah, and we get that whole like long drawn out scene with the German women, and I wonder if they like that or not. I actually really like that scene. I'm glad to hear you say until, that. I thought that scene was great. Until everybody else shows up. Ah, see, and I think I'm, it's... And then I'm just not interested in it. Well, the, so the division... Because first of all, it's not real. I mean, I, I don't I think don't so. Know. You, you know, we could pull a bunch of people who've been in war, I guess, yeah. but... Well, and I don't mean like, you know, how real is it? Did they ever do that stuff? But they, they take over a small city or a small town, and there's a, you know, there's like a condo that... Brad Pitt sees, so they go up to kind of relax a little bit, right, see right. what's up there, and 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 that scene is cool, and that scene could have been, I think, really good, yeah. Except that it just goes too far, like for no real reason. It goes too far, like okay, you think he's a dick, but right. hold on, he's like he's eight m- other levels of dick right. than you thought he was, right. and the other two guys like kind of just sit there and like play along with it and all that stuff. And at some point, it just, you know, maybe it is real. If right. it's real, you should write it different in your movie because right, it, it doesn't this seem is one of those real, things, right? Because at some point, Brad Pitt would have shot that guy in the head long ago. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to be like that much that of an asshole yeah. to like his commanding officer yeah. where, where he's just going to sit there and go, I'm going to be a dick and there's nothing you can do about it and mm-hmm. I'll do whatever I want. And, right. you know... The amount of people killed by friendly fire. <laughs> it was a lot of fracking. I mean, you know, there, yeah. there's no way. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with him just being like yeah. a jerk and like right. a meathead and being kind of, you know, that guy. But why does he go that far with it? You have the same scene yeah. and it all happens better if he's just, you know, kind of a jerk. Dialed back a little. Yeah. And especially if they're all kind of – if they're all more of a jerk together – Except that it's like, you know, uh, like Shia LaBeouf in that scene is actually kind of good. Yeah. Except that they've got this weird thing going on where, like, Shia LaBeouf's character is just staring at Brad Pitt. Right. Going, so are you going to pick the new guy or are you going to pick the old guy? Even right. though the old guy's being an asshole, and I'm kind of with you on the fact that he's really being an asshole right now. Right. But I'm just going to stare at you and start to tear up because right. I want you to pick the old guy. Yeah. And it's like... Well, what? I, 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 I don't know. I really like that scene for all the stuff that it does, both before and after they get in there. You know, I like how there's this moment where they try to have a normal moment right in the moment. I'm saying moment too much. You know, a normal moment right in the, you know, the eye of the storm where they right. just blew up a bunch of stuff. Right. And they're just walking upstairs and they're almost asking, like, excuse me, do you right. have any sugar? You right. know, we, right. we have these things. I love how... You know, it, it's kind of like this. I'm not going to do too much of the heavy work for it, but I like the commentary that it has about, you know, both the soldiers and the German women that are there and what happens. And, you know, they clearly have to basically act like these are their house guests and right. let them do whatever they want, anything they and, want. And what are you going to do? And right. what are you going to do? Right. And even even seeing that chilling moment where Brad Pitt says, you know, take her in the bedroom or I'm going to do it. She's right. a good girl. You know, and you're like, he's actually strangely does it as a small digression He's actually still, even though he's the superstar, he's the A-lister, he's still the most interesting character to me. Not Logan Lerman, who's supposed to be our eyes. Right. You know, our no, naive he's, eyes. He's awful just because he's painted so simplistically. Absolutely. You know? He's like, oh, I'm a clerk typist. I'm right. Now I'm a gunner. Like, right. really? And I'm having trouble with this. And right, yeah. And you're going to have to which, make me kill. You know. Which that character could happen. Yeah. And, and sure. be And be a great character. Yeah. Right? But first of all, He's so far to one side 
at yeah. the beginning that by the time you get to the end, you right. go, oh, bullshit. I yeah. mean, how long yeah. has he been with them, really? Right. I think it's like a and, couple of days. Yeah, and like all of a sudden he's like, I'm staying. Yeah. I mean, if he's that far to one side, right? and then it's like you know, 48 hours later or something, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to stay, and I know we're going to die, and this is a stupid yeah. plan, but I'm staying I'm with in. you. Even when he's the first guy to do it. Right. The he other is. The other guys are all, no, nah, dude, you're nuts. We're heading for the trees. <laughs> right. And you get that guy is the guy who steps up and goes, "No, we're staying." Right. That that just yeah. That was horrible well, for me when that happened because I'm like, you know, there's something he could do, or don't start him so far to that right. side mm-hmm. of. This is this is the big problem that I have with the film is that everyone starts off balance. There, there's no center for anyone's character, even even Brad Pitt, who is the most interesting of them to me, but. Like John Bernthal, the real crazy guy who everyone would recognize from The Walking Dead. Right. He, he right. played Chain. Great, great, great name. Great character. Guy. He's so far tweaked. And I don't see the scene before he and Gordo and Bible come in, you know, to the German's house. I don't see what sets him off so much. And if right. I did, if there was something, right. if he had to combat someone or shoot a kid because they're they're actually dealing with really right, old right. men. At this point in the war, it's really close to being end, uh, ended, days or weeks. And right. now what they're encountering outside of the SS are children or old people right. armed as, uh, every, as everyone, German soldiers. Everyone at this point has been conscripted sure, or right. they're hung or they're, right. for not wanting and, to fight. And, right. and I need to see something of his character to show me why he is. I, I can accept, like you say, he's a dick, okay, right. but he can't be that dick. Because he would have been shot by his own guys long ago. Right. But for him to come in and be that venomous, I need to know why. I can believe it, but I want to know it's not just that he was in a battle four minutes ago and he can't find eggs or milk. And, now. And, I need and to see and what it is. it's not just that he's, you know, purely an asshole. Right. With nothing. He has, and he has, and I think this scene is interesting because the other scene that's Equally as interesting with his character later when he apologizes to Logan Lerman's character. And he's like, look, I think you're a good guy. I I know it. You know, we're bad men and you're the good one. You know, that's a really good scene. It's out of order. And it doesn't and it doesn't doesn't fit with what we've actually already seen. Right. What it it, what it fits with is what it wants us to make up out of what we've seen. Right. And I don't mind what we've actually seen. I don't mind doing the heavy lifting for some of it, because if it's fun, I'll I'll carry it. Right. But don't ask too much when you've got all the capability here, both in actors and in your story. And I mean, the thing is, two hours and 15 minutes long. It's a long movie, and but right. I mean, I don't expect a short war movie. You know, <laughs> well, right. I, I don't know who those would be, but he's an interesting character because he hits that point. You know, and Bible has this interesting moment later on the tank. Gordo is kind of underdeveloped. He's just your token Hispanic guy that right. gets to riff back and forth because he speaks Spanish. I really thought that whole scene was interesting for all the stuff you learn about Brad Pitt. You know, you get little snippets of him. We don't really learn much ever. You know, he's very, he's he's cultured. You know, he talks about all of these, like, history is this and war is this. He can speak German, which is real helpful. You know, he can do all these other things, but you don't really get any information, especially about the war wounds that we see later he has. Right. But he's still, I mean, that's Brad Pitt. He can command those scenes. And the way that he steps back into an act of normalcy, right after destroying a bunch of people and property, you know, I like that scene as it works out because it feels tense, but then it also feels familiar. And then it really gets tense when the rest of the Clockwork Orange idiots come in. Right. And I'm exactly. like, man, who knows what's going to happen here? Well, and see, that's and the- that's a good feeling. But I also <clears throat> felt like that was a good feeling. But you mishandled that all the way through. But I still was kind of into it. And and, and then it, it nothing happens. And right? then nothing and pays see, off. And then they and just see, go here's, off. Yeah, right. Here's the other problem with that is that. Um, there's two problems basically centered around the fact that uh, Brad Pitt's character is is ultimately kind of a psychopath. Yeah. And he's like yeah. in control, but right. but when it comes down to it, like the things that he does and the decisions he makes, he's really kind of a psychopath. And there're two different problems with that, and one of them is one of them is First that and foremost, what it's like what the movie is wanting us to get in the end. Uh-huh. is that he is this, like, he's a very normal guy. He clearly went to, like, a lot of school, yeah. right? He knows everything. You can pick a random Bible quote, and he'll right. know what That was it is. a great moment, too. He'll, yeah. he'll know where it's from. 
and he's talking about all this stuff like he's clearly very well educated and he's been in the war for a long time. Yeah. And in the end, it kind of made him a bit of a psychopath. Yeah. Right. But that's not what we get. Right. What we actually get is just that he kind of is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. And not we don't get the pieces that make it like the war did it. You know, it was almost like it was always there and the war just lets him do it. Right. He's not and, a shoe salesman who just not, got there. Right. That's not how that should right. come at us, right? That's yeah. a different story. Yeah. If uh, it's probably an interesting story, but it's yeah. like a different story. And the other problem with that is that these guys have been with him for three years, right? Yeah. And they know that he's a psychopath. Right. If it gets right down to it, he's completely crazy, right? Yeah. And so there's no way they would be going off on him in that room right. like they no were. Way. Like they're just like tempting him to do something. Right. Because you wouldn't do that if you know you the guy, knew the guy was really there. Right? Yeah. If you know that he might, you know, he might just kill everyone in the room. Right. And walk out and go, hey, war's a bitch. Yeah. And get back in his tank and go, <laughs> I need four guys. Yeah. I mean, because he's crazy. Yeah. There's so There's so many things trying to happen at the same time that they just don't fit together in the right way. Just like in that scene where he ultimately like apologizes. Yeah. And he's kind of giving you an important insight to everything that's going on where right. they're all like, you know, we're all bastards and we all know it, right? right? We're all we're all the perfect guys to be in this tank. Right. Because we're all kind of psychopaths and that's why we're still around because we're all crazy assholes or right. whatever we're going to. Yeah. And so you like don't fit. Right. And that's why we're giving you a bunch of shit because right. you don't fit. We don't want you to fit and we don't want you here and we don't want to have to look at the good guy that you are. Right. And all mm -hmm. that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. But if before, just before that, what we have to see is that he's, he's such an asshole that he's just an asshole. Yeah. I mean, he's just like, not he's not evil, but he's like you know pure evil asshole or whatever. Right. Then he's not going to give us that line later. Right. I mean, then he's right. not actually the guy who's thinking those thoughts yeah. or doing those things. He's just yeah. You know, he's just like uh, picking on Marty McFly, right? right? I mean, he's he's just the you know cardboard two dimensional yeah. jerk. And then, oh, but I need him to do this work later yeah. and say these right. lines as right. though he would really think those things. And there's so much of that happening. And and then after that, there's just like a, you know, there's a lot of pieces that happen in the movie where it's kind of like, you know, the, the paint by numbers war movie book that I got says we need this scene here. Right. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then you have to sit through a lot of that. You know, when uh, when they are coming down to it and they get, uh, you know, their tank gets busted right at the crossroads. Right. And then they're like, um, okay, go run up that hill and be the lookout. Yeah. Like th there's no purpose to that. Yeah. Like, you know, they're coming, you know, when they're coming, then they, then he comes back. And so they're trying to fix the tank. Right. And then he comes back and goes, they're coming, they're coming. Like they're on their way right now. Right. And apparently that means it'll take them like a couple hours to get here, <laughs> even though he just, like ran Season down the hill, whatever. Them, yeah. Right. And then, and then they come up with this plan that they're going to stay Yeah, and they don't keep trying to fix the tank. Right. Like maybe you could fix the tank. Apparently you have no idea how long it's going to take them to get here. Cause you're just going to sit in the tank and drink. Right. And you're just going to sit there and go, I don't know. We're all loaded up. Right. Yeah. So here we are. We're going to go. Yeah. And then, and then that ultimately leads to, I mean, first of all, that's a stupid plan. And that irritated yeah. me. Yeah. At some point, that irritates me because he's supposed to be so smart and good and keeps them alive for years right. of the war when everyone else is getting slaughtered. Yeah. I mean, they are like special. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're going through people. Yeah. In, in these tanks. Yeah. And they even start out the movie by saying right. the German tanks are way better. Right. And uh, the American tanks took massive losses. So it's supposed to be interesting that they're still around, right? And then I'm just sitting there going, what a dumb plan this is. Yeah. I mean, and then and then even to the extent that they're in the firefight, right? They're they're fighting these Germans who show up and they're really interested in fighting these Germans because they're SS. 
Yeah. Because we really hate they, the SS. Yeah, we see War Daddy right? early has a big thing for that. And uh, and then we get in the fight, and then somebody runs out of ammo, and he, oh, there's more on the outside of the tank. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You yeah. didn't know that was there right. before, that in. <laughs> before we were planning Making this our whole last thing? stand. But yeah. anyway, I mean, it it kind of it's there's something about like what we're trying to sell on the whole tank motif, right? That it's like any plan has to involve just getting in the tank right. and trying to stay alive, right? Never mind that you could have like removed a couple of your guns yeah. and taken them into the big building, yeah, and, <laughs> and had and been able to shoot at them from the flank, and, right? You know, blah 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 blah. Sure. But when I don't see if I like the characters and I'm in the movie and it's doing all these other things in a better way, then I don't care, right? Right. But since since you're trying to shove me out of this movie so yeah. hard for yeah. so long, then I have to think about those things. Yeah. And, and, then, and then I go, God, that what a dumb plan. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't even mind the dumb plan and the fact that we stop fixing the tank just so that we can shoot the ship for a while and wait right, for him to right. show up and kill us. But I, I wouldn't even mind that except – that there's ammo on the outside of the tank. Right. Then I just then, then I like rolled my yeah, eyes and threw up my. Right. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, th- how could it be there? That's one oversight of being like, we had a spare track outside too. We could have fixed this thing and rolled on anyway. No, I, I, I. It's funny to be entertained by something that is faulted. You know, when you see all these things. I mean, I, 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 I part of me enjoyed the tank stuff. You don't often get to see a lot of tank battles. No, that anyway, actually that was, was very cool. And it was interesting to see them at a great disadvantage. You know, at some point I actually thought they were going to take a tank and just roll in, you know, with a German tank and be on their side, you know, right. and, and do a bunch of things. But I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching that stuff. It was fun. But the majority of things that I thought were, you know, most effective in the film were the small scenes. You know, not even the, not even the battle scenes, but the stuff when they're riding uh, right after they pick up the new the new guy Logan Lerman they're riding and they're talking about this thing and you get this real history sense of what they've done and I actually wanted to see more of it but when you just pan up and you see Brad Pitt talking to Shia LaBeouf and he's just like so tell me again Jesus loves Hitler right right and they have this conversation and Shia plays this off was really that good. stuff was awesome because yeah. Shia's like uh, I'm not getting into this again with you and he goes. Right. Jesus loves the Nazis. You know, right. the, he's egging him on, and everyone else on the tank is cracking and, up. But and, he's got the hook in his mouth, and he knows he says he's not going to get into it, but he's going to get and, into it. And he knows all the things to say because then, then he goes on and and he's like, "Well, what about just your average Nazi right. You're soldier? Just a strange and, one guy." And he's just yep. like picking all these yep. things that he knows. Gonna... I loved that scene, and I wanted that scene to exist for like another hour. I right. wanted that camaraderie, I, and I get the the story is really about you know brothers and, and loyalty and, you know, patriotism and all these things in the face of unwinnable law, you know, all that stuff exists, but it felt like it was rushed over to get the things that weren't as effective while all the moment, and there were several of these little moments that were going on. Um, I wanted those to live a lot longer. Yeah. And those, those had so much more and, power. To you me. know, that was a great part too, because um, I loved the fact that that scene existed because Brad Pitt especially for the first majority of the movie, right, is actually really good at what he does, right? And so he is, like you said, this is really early on in the new guy being there, and the new guy is clearly getting a lot of picked on, Mm -hmm. even by him. Right, yeah. And, and, you know, there's like the basic hazing of the new guy and giving him a bunch of crap and everything. And so when they get like a moment where they're just kind of rolling along and not worried that they're going to be attacked right now, he starts in with this thing, yeah, and it's kind of like you know you can see him like doing it for the new guy, like right. he's going. We all give each other shit, right? Right. It's not. It's not just it's you. Not that It'll, we all hate right. you. We all hate each other right. for different reasons, and we're all doing this to everyone. Right. And that was like really cool. Yeah. That, that he's, you know, he's got the presence of mind in the middle of this to go. Well, we can't have him completely hating life all the time. So, right, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, we we still need him to shoot at people. <laughs> right, yeah. And then you get the really crazy scene where he makes the guy kill the guy. Yeah. Even though, I mean, in some sense, you're really playing a weird morality game yeah. because 
he didn't really. So yeah, no, he just held the gun. And the, and there's a, and there's a lot of stuff in that scene that seems so weird, where you really just get this like little glimpse right there that Brad Pitt's a psychopath. Yeah. And and then you're like, where's that getting me with other things? Because whatever he signed up for, and clearly he did not do what he was supposed to do and fine, whatever. Uh, But I did not sign up to just execute people who are standing there. And that's not the same anyway. I mean, you know, and it turns into this like really wild scene. And it's funny how long that goes on, especially when, when it's over, then uh, Brad Pitt's character just goes, okay, goodbye. Right. And he just like wanders yeah. off yeah. and you're like, um, okay. Yeah. Like what? So what? I don't know. So there's like, I'm not sure exactly what that's supposed to bring home, but apparently it worked. Yeah. Because 48 hours later, the guy's going, I'm everybody. staying yeah. with you. Yeah. And that was just so, that was so weirdly, like I said, it just, it doesn't work anyway for me, yeah. but it was just so weirdly like a throwback to like, being a propaganda war movie from, you know, like the forties and fifties when it was all like, you know, Johnny America saving the day and, you know, whatever, like goofy war movies like that, that all of a sudden that's the guy who stands up and, and then the other guys have to go, well, fine. If he's staying, then we'll stay. And and I get, you know, in in a, in a weird way, this guy, David Ayer, the writer and the director, he did, um, he did a film that I really like. I think you really liked it too. Um, End of Watch. We saw that not last oh. year, but two years ago. Yeah, and he had Gordo in that. Anyway, that's that's right, where most people right. remember him from. I thought that was an interesting take on your average two cop buddy buddy film. Right. It isn't like straight up action. It's like supposed to be more of a drama. He does these things. He has these weird things where he seems to want it all, and then his cake, and then he wants to eat it too, and then he wants none of it. Like it's weird how he picks up and puts down his interests. Like we're supposed to really humanize with War Daddy, who's Brad Pitt's guy. Um, you know, we see him issue a bunch of orders. They just get their new orders. They got to get moving. Get your water. Get your guns. Stock up on this and get him inside. You know, let's get right. going. He walks around the corner and then he has to vomit because he's right. scared and nervous and frightened and sick and. And then in the next scene, he's making a new guy shoot someone in the back. Right, you know, it's right, just right. you want this guy to be every single facet of things, and maybe, maybe that's the story you want to tell, which is in war you're not just a caricature of the worst of people. You're all these people, and if that's what you're doing, then I get it. But you got to be a little bit more skillful. You, you, you got to do it a lot better because really, that. what you're doing is, you know, what was weird. We say this sometimes. I've said it a lot lately, and I feel it. Like I'm seeing a lot of films, especially long films, that would do really well if they were like a season on HBO. Right. This would have been your new band of brothers. This could have been 14 episodes, 10, 12 episodes, and this would have been great. Right. Like 45 minutes of this war. Right. And I would have had more time to understand that you know the real crazy guy is really crazy because of this, and he wasn't always that way. Or maybe he was, and you just really want one of those guys around because sometimes you need that guy right. badly. Right. And there's a great moment, even though it's out of order. You know, early in the film, it's like the first five minutes. You know, he's trying to fix something with the tank, and he's bitching and moaning, and Brad Pitt kicks him, and he goes, "What are you kicking at me for? Don't do that." And he goes, "Because you're a dog. Right. You're an animal. You only understand the boot and the fist." Right. And he goes, "Stop kicking me!" But he keeps working because it's working. <laughs> right. You know, he's just smart enough on the evolutionary ladder to know that he's sh- he should be mad at this, but he's still not strong enough to tell him to quit doing it and mean it. So. Right. All of these things would have been so well. Much he has to do out. that, or they're dead. Or they're dead anyway. anyway so he's so, got that sense of right. self-preservation. But you do want that guy. I don't even know why you got Gordo there. Maybe because he's good luck. But you know, there would be more time to flesh all these guys out and show Brad Pitt's character being the guy that you want him to be. Like, why does he have to be this guy and this guy right. who are terribly at odds with each other? Right. We don't get and those then, answers. We don't and, get any hint and then of those answers. It's it's also, you know, like you said, there's something about this movie that wants Brad Pitt's character to be everyone. Everybody. You know. Wants him to be like every every like leading heroic character from every war movie that's ever existed. We even get, you know, the film opens where he's doing this like last of the Mohicans, like yeah. take the guy off his horse and stab right. him in the eye, yeah. like weird thing. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he just like climbs back in the tank and it's like, 
you know, they're the other people, that, actually. the That's other, really the other guys are working still going, yeah. did you get that guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. Right. I mean, like, you know, like and they all have white horses. And, uh, right. And it, and it's like all this stuff. And yet at the same time, it wants every other character to basically be nobody. Right. Like it doesn't want them to have any real character. Yeah. And then you've got to have those things bouncing off of each other. Yeah. And everyone else who exists in the movie, even when you've got, uh, you know, you've got that scene with the women. And you've got, uh, you know, Brad Pitt is like four different characters in that scene alone. And the new guy is that whole time that he's there, not that he doesn't do good. And it's, it's a, it's kind of a bummer because the actor I think actually is really good. Logan Lerman, that guy. He's just being asked to do the wrong things as the new guy, but I think he's actually really good. But during that scene, even though there is a lot of stuff to go through in that scene, right? Yeah. He starts off, he he doesn't really want to be there, and he's really not sure what what Brad Pitt's going to do. Right. At the beginning, he's still holding his gun. He doesn't right. know why we're oh, here. Yeah, right. He says, put your he gun down. Yeah. Know, he doesn't know what's going on or what's about to happen. Yeah. And, you know, finally he kind of submits to the fact that we're staying here, I guess. Yeah. And and whatever's going on. And then he actually goes in the bedroom with the girl and then he has to be like the right guy for that. And yeah. then they come back out. And then he's got to be the guy getting picked on and yeah. he's got to be the right guy for that. But all of those things, he's like the simplest way to get to whatever that is. Yeah. He's just, you know, do whatever works in this scene, whether it makes any sense to your character or not. And Brad Pitt has the same thing too, because I want you to do this now, mm-hmm. whether it makes any sense for your overall right. picture or not. Right, because we need it in this scene. And you right. know, that's what right. you got this, all those other guys for. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's what I want this scene to do. And that makes it kind of weird too, because yeah. you've got uh, Shia LaBeouf, who's you know all religious or whatever. He, he's like his own really... He's like born again. He's know? his own really interesting kind of religious, which would be more interesting if there were something else we had to say about it. Right. Except, apart from wondering if Jesus loves Hitler or something. Yeah. But but then he, you know, he runs out at one point and he like sits there with the guy who's clearly going to die on the battlefield and starts praying with him and stuff. But he does for what we see of him and and like we said before you don't get that much of him mm-hmm. really um you get much more of like the asshole than you get of yeah, Shia LaBeouf really yeah. which probably would be better if we switch that around but then as we're doing stuff with him then all of a sudden we stick him in that chair in that in that scene yeah. with the women and make him stare at Brad Pitt yeah. and he's like clearly tearing up yeah. and he's supposed to be doing something right. he's supposed to be having this whole like weird like father loved me more yeah. scene or yeah. something <laughs> And you can't really get exactly what the movie thinks that you're going to get out of that yeah. because we've we've had so little of him and because everyone is everyone and no one. And it's not like we're going, this is this character and I'm going to stick him in a situation and go, what would that character do? Right. No, the whole movie is I want this to happen in this scene, figure out which one of these characters I'll make do it right now or whatever. Right. And it's just, it's hard to just be lost in that. And then, you know, like you said, there's the scene where he's, uh, he just starts, ribbon on on the guy and you've got the scene where you know the new guy didn't shoot the thing he saw move in the forest i like that scene a lot i like that i like that scene too i like the whole yeah. i like the whole fact that he didn't shoot him and you yeah. know what i really like about it which it's just a bummer that this did not get effective treatment in an overall better movie what i really like about that is the way that we see it and the way it's shot and everything you know, he doesn't shoot the thing he sees in the forest for like two seconds. Right. It's not like he's like, oh, what are those guys? For like a half mile. <laughs> right, yeah, right. What's going on over there? It's like, and, and you know, it, and it was the wrong thing to do. And it's like, dude, you see something, you just shoot. Right. You don't figure out who it is or what it is. If it's if it's an American then they shouldn't have been there. Right. But you shoot them anyway. They should be on the road. You, you yeah. just shoot whatever's happening <laughs> right. over there. And I thought that was great because yeah. in a different movie, 
there would be more of like, well, it's the new guy, so he's taking a really long time to not shoot something right. or something like that. But no, man, it's like, it's like, boom, you saw a shadow. <laughs> I mean, because it down. from right. what we see, you don't even know what's going no. on. Later on, they say, why didn't you shoot him? Because he's a little kid. Right. Well, how's that going for you? <laughs> right, yeah, look at what that did for us. Right. And even in the trailer, the first trailer, um, it looks like, and the story yeah, tells yeah. it, it looks like he, you know, I remember the guy, I looked it up now, Norman. It looks like Norman, the new guy, is so afraid to pull the trigger on anything. You really got the short end of the stick because right, you got the right, pacifist. Right. The only pacifist, you know, on the Allied forces now in the last few days of the war. And you need who someone wanted to be a clerk. Who really, and found right. his job, but right. now got pulled out. Like, it looks like in the trailer that Brad Pitt really is like, you're the only one that can do this. Fire, we're in trouble. Fire, do right. it, you know. And that isn't really the story once it plays out. That's right. some playful editing. Um, that scene was interesting to me. One of the reasons is that I really like that education that he's giving him. He's not just slapping him around all the time. But when Brad Pitt leaves, gets back on the truck, points to the guy who kind of horrifically realized he was going to be burned his whole life and just shoots himself in the head. Right, right. That might have been something that I was wasn't expecting. Weird. That was kind of new, you know, as far as saying this film doesn't bring anything new. But when he points at him burning on the ground and he goes, that's your fault. You did that. Right. And then he just smacks him in the head and gets back in the truck. And you're left to be like taking that raw. And you, you're you're trying to be Norman and be like, I, I saw something, but and what now, the hell was right. that? And, and now, now, now he just I'm gets to, to digest for that forever. And right. I like that because it, it felt effective. Like that worked. More so than anything else that they do and like it, that it later. It felt a lot more real yeah. than anything else too. It felt a lot more <laughs> like you know that's how that would play would out. Would have done right, exactly. Right, a lot yeah. more than a lot of choices that yeah. were made. Um, you know, another thing that I I feel like we have to uh, talk about, and some people will care about this, and yeah. some people won't care about this, and. You know, who knows? If And like I said before, if, if you're a war movie fan, I've got to think that you're going to... You're probably going to really you, like you're this. You're going to really like this. Yeah. And, and that's why I had to spell out beforehand that it's just not my thing. There's yeah. probably lots of war movies, if you're, if you're into them and you're a fan, that you would rate really highly, and I would not. So, right. you know, there's that. I had a lot of problems. But I don't think that we can not mention the fact that all of the shooting looks like you're in Star Wars because yeah, and, well, it was really weird, especially like when it. it first happened. Yeah. It was really weird. And, yeah. you know, there's uh, <laughs> there's tracer bullets yeah. and then there's laser cannon laser fire, guns, right? Yeah, right? I mean, because I it, it looked really like they took it right out of, like, Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, and it's like the good guys are shooting green and the bad guys are shooting <laughs> red. red and, yeah. And all of a sudden, every shot that somebody fires is, looks like a laser cannon, yeah, like right out of really Star does. Wars. And it's not something that you're like, okay, well, now this is stupid and I hate the movie. Yeah. But it's weird. I dug it. <laughs> I really liked it, especially – I mean, I like the Star Wars shooting anyway. But I like how throwaway the explanation was. Like when Norman sits down and Gordo is like basically saying, look – Here's how you load the gun. Here's what you do. Every fifth shot's a tracer so you can see where you're going. Right. It was so disposable. And then when you start seeing laser beams going through the right. night, and, or it wasn't even night. It was like daytime. It was, too. right. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, yep, that's a great explanation. Because if you don't explain it, now you're like, what kind of VFX is this? Right. Who's Except that not that it makes any sense. I loved it. Or it I has totally anything it. to do with what actual tracer rounds look like or anything. It doesn't matter. It's but, there for us. <laughs> but But you get that explanation. But... It is really weird. And another thing that uh, is a little weird, and like I said, maybe most people won't care one way or another, yeah. even the tiniest bit. But the other thing that's weird about it uh, for me is that sometimes it does it and sometimes it doesn't. And I thought yeah. that was kind of weird, too, yeah. because sometimes they just start shooting and you go, well, shooting happened. Just, right. just like in any other movie where there's yeah. no weird special effects drawn on things, right? Yeah. It's just we're shooting, and then look over there, things are blowing up. So right. that's where that's we're where shooting we're or whatever. Yeah, and then and then so it like goes away for a while, and then later on it comes back. Yeah, and then, yeah. then you're like, okay, well, what <laughs> what the hell's going on? And uh, you know, also another thing in that same sort of, I guess, there's there's kind of like this weird background like fakery to this very realistic thing that sometimes shows up and just seems odd. Like 
when they're when they're shooting laser guns all of a sudden it just it's odd and yeah. it's it's like and maybe it's good odd and and that's fine yeah. but it is out there as a thing and it's kind of odd and another one is a lot of people in the movie die in ways that kind of are stupid that are practically like from like a bad horror movie you know like when, when like when a <laughs> When a tank shoots at another tank from like a half mile away and the the bullet of, right. of the right. like 50 millimeter bullet from the tank yeah. takes off the guy's head that's poking out it. of the tank. I loved it. It it may be good. It may be. I'm not I saying it, I'm not saying it's good or bad or anything. Just I'm just saying, saying it's, it's a little odd. I know that that's exactly where that yeah. tank fires and where it, they hit the tank because. For one thing, it's a little odd because clearly it's not where you would aim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Take his head off. So it right. just had to like happen right. that way. But and then they they show it a lot. Yeah, they did. And you know yeah. it's just a little odd. And then yeah. you know, like I said, there are just if you are, I guess if you are susceptible to these things having some effect They'll on you. Out. Yeah. They pop up pretty frequently. There are a lot of those. If you're not right in it going, I don't care what happens, this is fun, and oh, look, right. his head came off, great, that's fine. That's you where know? I was. Then if that's yeah. where you are, then fine, it won't matter. Right. If if that's not where you are, there are a lot of things piled on top of each other to stick out. And, you know, uh, like another one is that they roll in. <laughs> like 50. Uh, there are a lot of them. So, they oh, no. roll into this town. I know this one. And... Uh, they're bad guys somewhere in the town, yeah. where, and they're searching all the buildings as they go in, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, there's an old man, yeah, and uh, Brad Pitt, who can speak German, says, <laughs> "Grandpa," which is right. kind of funny, and he says, uh, "Where are the bad guys, or where are the right. Nazis, or whatever?" And he points at them, and apparently, they just had a sniper on this sure. old man. Of course they did. <laughs> He's going to give away their position all the, for the whole time, right? Because as soon too. as he points, they take him out right between the eyes. He doesn't even fully get right? his arm extended up. Right, exactly. He's they they yeah. just take him right out, yep. and and uh, <laughs> they just drop one right between his eyes, <laughs> and then not such a bad thing, right? Except, I mean, that's okay. So they shoot him. Sure. I would have been a little happier if they would have just, you know, maybe shot him a couple times and hit him in the chest and killed him or whatever. That would have been a little bit more realistic yeah but then even you know not totally that bad except they never hit another thing right <laughs> and then then i don't like that as much right. right then the tanks start rolling in and all the yeah you know uh americans are moving towards the building where they are right and pretty mm -hmm. much they never hit anything else right and then i'm like well wait a minute where's that guy who shot grandpa <laughs> and how come he's not yeah. shooting at anybody and it's just you know, like I said, if if you're in your seat and you're just going, this is what's awesome funny, and yeah. who cares? But if you're in my seat and you're going, I don't want all the well, goofy things to happen. Yeah, what's funny is everywhere. We're separated by about like a foot. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're like, no, glowing bullets. Oh, great. They took his head off. And I'm a seat away from you. I'm like, yeah, they just took his head off. Oh, glowing bullets. Like, right. This is the difference in experience. So but well, I, I can so, appreciate but it, if, but I was absolutely on board with it. I like all of those if things. If we're trying to give our listeners yeah. a, why, why a, you're an at a insight four. into where you yeah. might be, you got to figure out you know, absolutely. who you are going into the movie absolutely. and what experience you're going to What you're going to enjoy. And, and, and like I said, if you're really into war movies or, or you know, I don't know if you're a big war movie fan, uh, you're probably not going to care, right? right? You're not going to care about all this stuff. All you want to see is what yeah. happens and where they get to. And the there's definitely a story at the end and whatever. I right? agree. And there's definitely a, that's, and I think that's a great point because there's going to be people between us and then even higher than me. They, you know, they're like, I've been waiting for this all right, the time right. and below you, they're like, this is so ridiculous. Like right. they would never do these things. And, it's interesting because the film seems to take itself very seriously and hopes, from what I can see, it really hopes it gets like Brad Pitt an Oscar nomination. Right. Yeah. There's no choice. There's no way. It's uh, not. I, it's not I that. Heavy. Certainly hope not. Yeah. It's not that heavy for it. But he's, I think he's not playing. Uh, I don't think. And you know, awards do crazy things. They do. But for me, I don't think he's playing a guy who, as we talked about, is solidly enough 
one guy. And interesting enough to be to get nominated for best actor. You have to you have to have the character built in the right way for right. you to play it that way to get nominated. Right. I I still think it's um I think it's I think it's an interesting film to go see. I think it'll do fairly well because it's the right time of year to release it and um, right. And, and, you know, it does have, even though I don't like it as much, you know, I'm, I'm still four. I'm not like one yeah, or no, anything. No, no. I mean, You're just below average. It's, so. uh, it's still, it's got lots of fun p- Man, parts. It, when it's and working, it's, it was really fun. It has lots of good parts. It has lots of stuff that I think happens in a really good way. It just has, you know, if you don't get sucked in, right. There's a lot of stuff that I think, you know, even when they were in the town, and, uh, you know, because once you're out of the movie, then things stand out, right? right. But when they're in the town and they're taken over and it's uh, it's before they go into the see the women. Yep. When they're doing this uh, big scene in the middle of this town uh, with all these extras being all these yeah. uh, army people and all the stuff happening, I all of a sudden I felt like, are these like just the dailies? Like it looked weird. It yeah. looked like it was shot weird yeah and it was like all all of a sudden we you know we're on one of the roofs with an iphone film in this scene right. why is it look it so looked really odd, different right yeah. it, it was i don't know and then you know that just sort of stood out but but i liked the way they did that scene in the beginning too and you know it's very interesting if you're if you're into war movies or even if you're just into world war Two itself and right. not necessarily the movies but you're historically interested in that um, you know, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff about the way they look at stuff like this that you don't really get in every yeah. in every movie, and yeah. you know how all there's, this stuff that got destroyed, right. and especially a lot of stuff that got destroyed when you know the Americans are rolling in, going, "Don't hide there and make me blow yeah, that right. up." I gotta, you I know? gotta take that down because yeah. there's like this really awesome building yeah. that's been there for God knows how long, and then yeah. they're just like, "Well, I mean, I have to shoot my tank yeah, again now." That, right. <laughs> I, two quick things, but I mean, and I, we'll probably talk about what's coming up next week too, real fast, because we're getting real close to the end. I I liked how it maintained an idea that if you're in a tank and you're up against. 50 or 100 guys, you still got a really excellent, I mean, excellent chance of beating all those guys. Tanks right. are badass. Even right. even bad ones, you know, that we weren't comparatively for the, the German side of things. And, and I love, even though we don't often talk about it, I actually love the look of the film. You I know, do so too. Many, the, so many things, like when they're rolling it, yeah. through, like all the cinematography choices, the way that they filmed things, like when, he, when the tanks are just constantly rolling through mud and over bodies, like it was grisly but it was great looking. Right. Like there's an awful lot of really great stuff to see there. So, yeah. And we should say too, we <laughs> are uh, running out of time, but I do want to just throw out that uh, when we saw the movie, there were a lot of old people. There were a lot of, and presumably there, old vets. There were a lot of people that, right. that, exa- that exactly. You have to kind of think yeah. are, you know, veterans going to see a, a war movie because yeah. right. they were in a war and want to see what, Right. What this movie is going to pretend is how it happened. Right. And when we were walking out, I I think very awesomely, like in a way that you can't make this crap up. Right. It was really awesome because as soon as the movie ended, and like I said, it ends really fast. It really right? does draw, yeah. And somebody behind us like fairly loudly yeah. said – that's exactly how that was. Yeah. Like that's exactly what being like I war heard that guy. like war being in war was like. Yeah. And uh, as we then walked closer to the door, yeah. I heard somebody else. I heard somebody else say, "That's that's really what being there was like." Yeah. So okay, I guess I, I gotta I gotta give the movie something for there's that. There's your validator, right? Yeah, if exactly. it needs one, right? I mean, who knows if? Yeah. Who who knows what to, I don't know what to give that? But anyway, um, so that's where we are. Seven and four, yeah. which is an interesting mix for us. Yeah. Uh, next week, I'm not even sure. John Wick or next, Saint Vincent next or... week because I really want to see both of those. Yeah. You know, for very different reasons. They're but very I'm different. Really kind of interested to see what this John Wick movie does. Me too. But then Saint Vincent is kind of like the comedy thing everyone's talking about. Right. So, you know, there's know. there's a chance we made we may do a double or something. Yeah. But. Um, 
I think I lean a little bit towards St. Vincent, but man, I kind of want to see John Wick just because you know just I, because I don't know if I a, I don't know if I want it to be good or I want it to be right. bad. Yeah, actually, I like yeah. I might well, we'll I, I might want it to be horrible. Yeah, but uh, that's that's all the time we got. And you know, I do kind of recommend though. I should throw this out though too. If there is any chance uh, that you'll like this, you might want to catch it in the theater and get the big screen experience about it because yeah. it is really good looking. That was cool. Uh, but we're going to get out of here, and we got like 10 seconds. So okay. thanks for tuning in and uh, follow us and share and all that stuff. And we will see you next week. Yeah, bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.